Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story comes from the Morning Roadshow Department of Do As I Say, Not As I Do, and tells partially the story of what it's like to visit the state of Hawaii these days. Those specific islands have kept coronavirus infection rates low because of strict stay-at-home orders and even stricter travel limits. Among the things closed because of COVID are some of the most popular tourist attractions, like some of the nature preserves and parks. Show up there to take pictures, and the police will write you a citation, and you'll have to pay a fine, like Jerome Adams who allegedly broke local emergency orders to, that were put in place to contain the spread of coronavirus. Police say Adams was observed in the Kualoa Regional Park, taking in the view and taking pictures with two others, and he wasn't wearing a mask or social distancing from the two men he was with. By the way, you might have heard of the name Jerome Adams as Dr. Jerome Adams, the current U.S. Surgeon General. <laughs> you said really? It, you said it all there, though, Cliff. Yeah. Do as I say. <laughs> Not as I do. Well, Cliff, somehow there's experts on dogs. I don't know how you get that degree in expertology, but... <laughs> degree in expertology. <laughs> but these guys know everything about dogs, and okay. they say that many dogs think that they're human. I find that incredible. <laughs> I, be- I totally believe that. You think so? <laughs> I totally believe that. Well, do you believe this? Yeah. Do you think, like I do, that I would be a pretty darn good at doing some of the stuff that dogs do. Well, I mean, like I, my dog, my dog right now, he's laying on the couch behind me. So yeah, you'd be good at that. See, and I like, um, <laughs> I like going down the road with my head out the window. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. um, I like to eat yeah. and I'll eat anything you throw in front of me pretty well, except, you know, chicken. Well, I mean, if you, if you gave a dog a salad, he'd turn his head and walk away. Exactly. Same for you. Yeah, yes. totally right. You fill up your dog's bowl with green beans. <laughs> They're going to go like, are you serious? They're going to give you a look like, are you serious? I, I would be a very good dog, Cliff. I really would. You know, you, there's one thing to consider, though. Um, chocolate is poisonous to dogs. I hadn't even thought of that. Besides yeah, so you, the chocolate, though, Cliff. Okay. I could be a dog. I really could. Top of the morning, Bill McCracken. Nice to have you back there, Weed. Where were you anyway? Uh, getting yourself a beef enema? No. No, I was not. <laughs> Wasn't it Garfield you talked about that uh, they tried yeah, to that, save his life with that, Cliff? <laughs> yes, uh, that was uh, President Garfield. <laughs> I was not doing that at all, Cliff. So what kind of enema were you getting? I wasn't getting any. I can eat just fine. <laughs> well, Cliff, I wasn't by no means doing what uh, Mr. Phil McCracken from Ireland, Indiana suggested. <laughs> and let's let's just remind everyone, his name is Phil McCracken. Yes. <laughs> I don't even have the look of a beef enema guy, but I'm just going to say this, Cliff. Where I was, I had ran out of Diet Mountain Dew traveling down oh. the road. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yes. And that is like a, well, that's like DEFCOM 4 or something like that around me. <laughs> when you run out of Diet Mountain Dew. Yes. And so I yeah. had to make a quick pit stop off the road into a town, yeah. and I went into a gas station there, a convenience yeah. store. Mm-hmm. And I know that... We don't think about what we're saying while we're on the phone because I'm standing in line. There's a guy on the phone in front of me. He's yanking away as loud as can be. Yeah. This is not the time 
in this day and age for me to hear you say, with mm-hmm. Diet Mountain Dew in my hand, it came back positive. I do not want to hear that, Cliff. I do not want to hear it came back positive. <laughs> oh, no. When I'm standing behind you in line. I mean, there, yeah. Were you six feet away? I was six feet away, and then I became... 12 feet away. Way away. I put the do down (laughs) where it wasn't supposed to go and walked out of the store and went to the next Uh one. I'm telling you, be careful what you're saying, because if I hear the word positive, there's nothing positive about that word anymore in my life. (laughs) If you were going to see this type of crime played out in a movie, there'd be someone by the last name of Ocean in the middle of it. But this isn't the movies, and that likely means it was probably less well-planned out than the movie script. 50-year-old Richard Guy Wasson Jr. was arrested Saturday after his poorly conspired criminal plan blew up in his face. Reports say he went to a casino near Tucson, Arizona for a bit of gambling, but didn't have gambling on his mind as much as stealing, because all the money he brought with him was counterfeit. Now, if there's one place that looks more for counterfeit money than a bank, it's a casino. And casino employees caught on to the scheme quickly. By the way, the casino in Tucson is operated by the Pascayuki Native American tribe, and they didn't take too kindly to what was going on, nor the ruckus the perpetrator was causing. There's a funny thing about Native lands. They're basically their own sovereign state when it comes to law enforcement, and they have their own police force, and when they need backup, they call the FBI. There was later an exchange of gunfire with FBI agents, but no one got hit. Wasson now faces much greater federal crimes than he probably expected or risked getting when he decided to take counterfeit money to a casino. (laughs) That is the last place, Cliff. They're in the bank. (laughs) There is no way that's going to work. This just in, never try to pass counterfeit bills at a casino. Yes. We all know it's the uh, local convenience stores where you're supposed to do that at. It's like a rule, isn't that right, Cliff? I, I personally, I wouldn't know. Oh, well, I think I, it's a rule. I could surmise that it would be correct. Yeah. Well, Cliff, a um, psychologist on TV is yeah. telling all of us that mm-hmm. this pandemic, and this is probably true, putting a little bit of pressure on the youngsters and forcing them to grow up a little bit faster than what they normally would. I'd agree with that. I, mean, I think that's, that's true. Difficult situation for everyone. And as much as we try to make it not affect our children, it's going to. It's going to. Yeah. And uh, I remember back, Liff, when, uh, when I was a kid, yeah. you were still a kid, I thought, until you finally figured out mm-hmm. that one sad day that the coyote is never going to catch the roadrunner. <laughs> you know how often I was screaming and hollering at the TV for the coyote yeah. to finally get that little roadrunner <laughs> and eat him right there on the screen. I wanted to see that so bad. You wanted to see the coyote chow down and eat the road. I wanted to see a little blood and gore in my <laughs> cartoons on Saturday morning. I sure well, did. that's just sad. No, not really. Occasionally the coyote has to win, and that's what I kept thinking. And then I would see the repeats of it over and over, and it finally dawned on me, yeah. hey, this is the same one I saw <laughs> two or three weeks ago. He's never going to catch him. He's, and No, he's, uh, he's not. Yes. <laughs> in fact, that was basically the whole premise of the show. <laughs> Well, I finally figured that out, Cliff, and became a yeah. man at about, I don't know, 19, 20. Somewhere in there, I got that all straight. You were 20 out. before you figured out that was the whole premise of the cartoon. <laughs> and that he was never <laughs> catching him. The internet is full of this challenge and that challenge and somebody trying to do something. And, well, TikTok has a new challenge out that I don't even know yeah. why they started this because we <laughs> all know the answer to this. 
Okay. Before we do the challenge. I'm going to start by saying, Cliff, I feel safe in saying this. Okay. Most single men live in absolute squalor and should have their homes condemned. I want to get that out there right off the bat, okay? Uh, Aren't you a single man? Yes, absolute squalor and our homes should be condemned. Okay. I'm talking, Cliff, about the new TikTok challenge. It's called My Place Versus His Place. And that's where ladies go in and film their nice, clean homes. Yeah. And then they go to their boyfriend's house or apartment yeah. and film the horrors that they see there <laughs> in their boyfriend's <laughs> living quarters. Remember I said their homes should be condemned. There have been videos on their cliff yeah. with showers completely rusted. <laughs> no. Yes. McDonald's wrappers all over the place. Containers yeah. of McDonald's. Yeah. And fridges that are absolutely filled with just beer and ranch dressing. It's like someone has invaded my home. <laughs> someone brought a camera into your house. I think not? they did, Cliff. Beer and ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the ladies, you know, compare yeah. their home to their guy's home, and there is yeah. no comparison there. Well, no. Would you not think that to begin the challenge, Cliff? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we will live in a stable. I'm just... That's right. We will live... We'll put a... As long as there's a place to, you know, a rock I can put my head on, I can sleep. Yes. Give us a little bit of warmth, something yeah. to lay down on. Yeah. We're not really sure we need soap. I mean, <laughs> some of us do. That's right. And if and if I forget to put uh, detergent in the washer, that's all right. I'm not stopping it. I've done that before, too. They, they all got wet. They got wet. <laughs> the clothes got wet. That's fine. And this year's winner of the Nobel Prize for Worst Year since we started numbering years. You guessed it. It's 2020 in a landslide. No kidding. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't even close on the voting this year, Cliff, for the Nobel Prize. <laughs> Wasn't even close. So we even beat out the uh, years when, I don't know, there were like plagues with the word death in them. Yes. You know, like the Black Death Plague and all that stuff. It's yes, it's famine and all that pestilence and business. Yeah, because we we know what <laughs> happened back then and it eventually yeah. stopped. We don't know what's happening with this one here. Yeah, we're, we're still in the middle of it. Every time, and I think yeah. every time I think of this, Cliff, yeah. this will be the end of anything bad happening. You know, with the murder <laughs> hornets and all of that stuff. It's yeah. And every time I think that it keeps getting a little bit more painful whenever it comes around. <laughs> Did our um New software system, was it able to keep up on the um, candy contest voting? Was there any problems there, any glitches? Oh, you mean to record, I don't know, the 27 votes? No, it seemed to work just fine. Good, excellent. <laughs> so we're ready for Monday whenever it gets a little bit tougher on the candy contest. Yes. The left side will go first in so round number yeah. two. So we're so we're basically moving to the semifinals now. It gets hard whenever you get to the second place, Cliff. It gets yeah. a lot harder. Did you say it gets hard when you get to second base? Yes. Yeah, no, second place. The <laughs> oh, second oh, okay. place. Good shape. <laughs> I should have stayed away another day. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, we the one thing that we have been all been waiting for appears to now be complete. Unless you're from the Boston area, by and large, you hate the New England Patriots, and especially Tom Brady. There have been stumbles along the way, but the Patriots under the Brady-Belichick era lasted nearly 20 years and brought the team six Super Bowl wins. 
And while we as Patriots haters have enjoyed the controversies that have cropped up during that time, like say when they were caught cheating with a video camera or when they were caught cheating with footballs that weren't inflated properly, they were able to deflect the criticism, pay their fines and keep on winning. But things are different now. Brady plays for Tampa Bay, who have a winning record, but last night lost, or should I say, gave the game away in the closing minutes to the Chicago Bears, who, by the way, now have a better record than Tampa Bay. And as for the Patriots, they're 2-2. Two and two, A worse record than the Cleveland Browns, who you might remember went 0-16 for 16 three years ago and haven't had a winning record in some 13 years. Yes. <laughs> for me, it's... So, if you're a Patriots hater, 2020 has brought one good thing. One, one good thing into your life, yes. Yes. <laughs> ah, if we could only do something with Duke now, Cliff, I would be happy oh, yeah. as can be. Yes. Keith was right. Made it all the way through, and I think there that's the first time ever, ever, yeah. we made it all the way through without somebody saying, stop that song. Keith knew what he True. was talking about. And yes, Cliff. There was a little bit of pressure because I forgot in the four-minute and 40-second version of Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, it was that version. Yes. There's some foul language near the end of it from Leonard Skinner. (laughs) 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 And right before we played that song, when Sugarland was still singing, I went in and re-listened to the very ending, and I went, (laughs) with 40 (laughs) seconds to go... This song's out of here. <laughs> it's going to go bad. <laughs> we would Paul Vuitton you right there if we oh played that goodness. whole thing. I forgot about oh that. Well, Cliff, the research here isn't going to fool anybody either. It says here that uh, women do better at mask wearing than men do during the okay. COVID-19 pandemic. And I know why that is. No, it has do, nothing huh? to do with our looks or anything like that. <laughs> Okay. Men hate wearing masks because it's yeah. hard for people to hear us when we talk with a mask on. And we are loath to say the words that people can't hear <laughs> and have to repeat those words. And of course, Cliff, I'm talking about those yeah. three words that all men love to say. What's that? Pull my finger. We <laughs> don't want to miss that opportunity. And ha- if you have to repeat it, Cliff, it? It never, it's never as good as just a one-out right. pull my finger. The three yes. words all men love to say. Right. And plus there's a delay factor that might bear upon how effective the pull my finger trick is. Yes. Timing <laughs> is everything when you're pulling my finger. <laughs> Cliff. Yes. I really have to ask, what okay. happened on this program yesterday while I was gone? What do you mean, what happened on this program? Well, you got a voice message that I just received here at Country 98.1. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. you can explain after we're done here. Sure. Okay. Cliff, yesterday I mentioned that it was an exceptional day yesterday, show. What a difference a day makes. <laughs> What's going on here, Cliff? <laughs> I mean, I, I just did what I normally do when you're not here, and I ran both, you know, both sides of the... Uh, a program. Uh, we took some calls on uh, and played those back and we did a take it to the bank about dead skin and uh, got some compliments that I had done a very good job. Basically, by the way, if you remember right, I was here at the Overlook studio and not anywhere close to the radio station. So the mystery of technology I have mastered and have now not only able to do a good job entertaining people, but to do it technically as well. See, and Matt Hawking actually did say I 
was just reminded this in a text message. Matt Hawking said yesterday, I was a god. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> From the man who's not potty training or trained yet, <laughs> you take that as a compliment. Or take it to the bank today, Cliff. I don't know if I'll be in the god realm of things like you are. I might make it to disciple, though. Because oh, oh, you might, huh? I might, because to me, Cliff, any time, and yeah. I'm trying to do this the best I can, mm-hmm. any time I can slip in Grey Goose in a take-it-to-the-bank, that makes me a little bit happy. And I'm not talking about the birds that fly, either. I'm I, assuming you're referring to the oh-so-fabulous vodka. Yes. And I'm going to do my very best, Cliff, to slip in a little Grey Goose when we take it to the <laughs> bank. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. In ancient Persia, also yeah. known now as Iran, okay. people debated their ideas twice in public, Cliff. Okay. Once when they were sober and once when they were absolutely drunk. <laughs> and the idea that they came up with in public had yeah. to sound good in both states before anybody would ever act upon their idea. That's interesting. That is a novel way to come up with new ideas. Absolutely. Sober and drunk to see if it sounds good in both states. <laughs> so I'm sitting here thinking, Cliff. Yeah. Get a little gray goose in me. Okay, a lot uh-huh. of gray goose in me. Okay. And I would just let the goose do the talking for me. <laughs> Nothing you bad know, can happen when the goose is doing your talking. As 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 much as I would like to continue basking in the glory of yesterday's performance. That's actually a valid thought because I was entirely sober yesterday. We should try it again, only with me being plastered. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, Cliff, something else has been going on here oh, okay. at the studio. What's that? I don't know what you guys have been up to while I was gone yesterday. I guess I'm going yeah. to have to start recording this thing at home <laughs> Okay. so I can listen to it. I yeah. got a very interesting voice message of things going okay. on behind my back. I'd like for you to listen to this voice message and then Good. do a little bit of explaining, if you possibly <laughs> would, afterwards. Is that okay? Oh, okay, sure. All right, sure. here we go. Top of the morning to you. Cliff, I was just getting back to you to try to figure out if we ever came to an agreement on me taking Weed's place on the uh, Cliff and McCracken in the morning show. Uh, get back <laughs> with me. Uh, I've got a segment that we could... Put in place of the uh, take it to the bank. I'd like to call it fill in the cracks. Fill in the cracks is going to take the place of take it to the bank. Is this what you've been up to, Cliff, while I was gone one I, single I, day? I, 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 I think s- someone is assuming facts never put in evidence. I never sought a replacement for you. I just carried on with my own version of entertainment in your absence. So you and Phil haven't been behind my back. Oh, certainly not. And I'm not going to have a segment on here called Fill in the Cracks. <laughs> Although I do kind of like that better than Take it to the Bank. Well, I mean, it's a little it's a little odd. I'm not sure if I want that. All right. Okay. As long so, as there's nothing going on, I have to, you know, start pulling <laughs> arrows out of my back here at some oh, point. Oh, no, there, there were no arrows. I mean, it was just uh, complimentary of people who were, uh, from people who were, you know, thought I did a good job while you were gone. I covered your ass nicely. So um, <laughs> then other people started thinking other things that I never said. Well, okay, maybe I said one or two, but I didn't say anything about replacing you. That's one thing I'm sure of. But you did say something about replacing to take it to the bank? Well, yeah. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I'll say that to your face. I know you will, yes. 
Never thought in my life I would have to type out that sentence, Cliff. What sentence was that? He says his dad's a leprechaun. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what he keeps telling me. But that's what he says. That's what he says, <laughs> and I, yeah. I had to type that. Well, Cliff, yeah. what was said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. It gets hard when you get to second base. <laughs> I did not say it. <laughs> second place. Sec- oh, oh, okay. Second place. Right. Number two. Timing is everything. When you're pulling my finger. <laughs> Said that. I did say that, yes. <laughs> yes. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I don't even have the look of a beef enema guy. I don't. I mean, how would you know what it looks like? I- have you seen Paul? Yeah. Does that not like, look like a beef enema guy to you? Okay, you got a point there. Yes. He looks like a guy who would like a beef enema. Yes. And Cliff? Yeah. Yes. I got another text message. Uh-huh. I don't know how we can prove that his dad's a leprechaun or not, and I don't care. <laughs> no, we don't care. <laughs> we, have, we have no, no. We don't care. I don't, we don't want to care. I don't know what the DNA of a leprechaun is. Don't make us care. No, don't make us care. <laughs> If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.